hear that phone? I should take these headphones off. Because I'm not hearing anything out of them. Alright. This is the organic intro that everyone wants. So, this is hip-hop made me do it. No, I'm going to start it off. Alright, DJ Toasty Z, you already know what the fuck it is. It's hip-hop made me do it. If you don't know, now you know. We're rocking the third ever episode. This is the third? Yeah, yeah, the third ever mm-hmm. episode of the Hip Hop Made Me Do It podcast. I just had to check, and I'm um, really excited. We're actually with the young young brother over here. Not young brother, We're almost the same age. Uh, I'm Charlie. I didn't mean like young brother. I meant like oh, young. like not like old. young. Yeah, I was I'm, trying to be like gotcha. cool hip hopity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cool. I'm the young brother, and Charlie. We, we need to come up with a DJ name for you. I'm DJ Toasty Z, and you are uh, Becker. Beats. Go, Becker oh, Beats. Let's call let's call you Chuck for now. Do you like that, Chuck? Chuck. Um, Young Charles. Young Charles, I like that. It's very regal. Very regal. Very unoriginal, too. Royalty. Young Charles and DJ Toasty Z in the building. King Charles would be good. King Charles. King Charles. I feel like Young Charles is very, like, Sir. Like, Sir Charles. Well, that would be Sir Charles. Yeah, but, like, Young 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 makes a hip-hop. Yeah, that's that's what makes a hip-hop. Yeah. Um, so... Originality. You might be saying, last time we did it live from, you know... Not the living room, Toshi's but the, Casa's basement. the yeah, the basement uh, of the couch, and we try to switch it up. And if I don't know if you can see, understand, there's boxes behind him. We're live from the sauna. Um, now, my whole life, my parents had a sauna. Only used it for storage. When I went to college, they finally decided we're gonna actually use it as a sauna. We used it like once, I think. And now that I'm out of college, when I come home, they're using it for storage again. So I never got to fully embrace the sauna. But you actually inspire this because you've actually been yeah. using it to make music. Yeah, I'm a becoming rapper, which means I just make music by myself alone. Um, so, and I'm using the sauna. And um, I guess the theory behind that is small contained space, less, uh, um, less sound room issues. for boun- yeah. noise to bounce There's around. There's a lot of sh- shit in here, which makes it good for that. Absorption. Have you have you noticed a difference when you record in here? Uh, not to be honest, not really, but I feel like it's better than just in the open living room or not the living room, but downstairs. It's, like, really open down there. For sure, for sure. And I, I, um, I don't know. I thought it'd be funny to do it in here. Um, we actually have the door open so we can have the camera, so it kind of defeats the purpose of the noise cancellation. But, uh, you know, I thought it'd be funny to do live from the sauna. There's a, you can't see it, but there's a thing of coals right here. I don't even know if they're coals. It, they're just like, stones. It's stones, but they heat up underneath so that these get hot, and then it heats the room up that way. Have you actually been able to use this as a sauna? Uh, no, but mom is telling me to use it so it would not be ice. It's like cold down here. It's cold as shit. There's no heat. <laughs> so we're wearing socks because our feet would freeze. But um, she let me t- show me to turn it on so like I wouldn't be cold down here. But it, it makes this ticking sound, so it picks up on the mic. So, it so really not work. really good for recording. Not great. I picture you in the saw, like sweating in the in the stu- in the booth, <laughs> headphones on. Yeah, wearing a robe. Yeah, that's me. Um, so first, I want to just start off with a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, and updates, hip hop, maybe do it. Updates, you know, we don't have sponsors yet, so don't worry about that. We're not gonna give the sponsors. But first thing on the agenda, hip hop, maybe do it. Tees are now out. Let me pull this up to the camera. You already know, America runs on hip hop. We got the double cup right there. The first ever hip hop, maybe do it merch. We got the white, and we got the pink. You know how we come through. We know how to come through. Um, if you're trying to cop, we have only a, one or two smalls left in each side, so, you know, get on that. I think we're all out of XLs, at least pink. We're all out of pink XLs. We may have a couple more white XLs, but got mediums, plenty of mediums, plenty of, plenty of larges. Um, hiphopmademedoit.bigcartel.com, uh, you can cop there. Um, we're doing $20 shirts and uh, $5 for shipping. So if you want to support, if you like those shirts, buy them on there. DM me, um, you know, if you're local, I'll just run them to you. If you're local to Western Mass. Um, Can I get one, too? At hiphopmaybedo underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Um, no, yeah, we talked about it. You, get the, you get the family discount if you want uh, one. But I like this We'll shirt. talk about that after this the podcast. You get, yeah, this was a Toasty Design original as I well. I like it a lot. Enough self-promotion. Enough self-promotion. But For sure. At Toasty Clothing uh, on Instagram. I think I changed the tag, too. Um couple other things like i said we got that merch um yesterday i went to new york 
two updates. Yesterday I went to New York, did two interviews, two great interviews with Biscuit of Authentic Wear. Really cool dude. We talked about Authentic Wear, how he got started into making clothing. Um, just a really good time. Met him up at his crib in Brooklyn. So expect that. I'm hoping to get that out on Friday. Um, hopefully, I don't even know if I'm going to get this out before I get the, the Biscuit interview out, but... And then I also went to Off Record. I, you know, I was fortunate enough to like finally make it to Off Record. There's been a lot of a lot of magic happening there for people that don't know. Uh, you know, Tony Seltzer, A Lau, cooking up some fire with Harry Fraud. Uh, you know, a Harry Fraud. Ski. Uh, I'm really waiting for that Ski Mask Offset uh, Famous Deck song to come out. Hey. Uh, that's gonna be fire. But yeah, I Whoa. went to Off Record and I interviewed Chobby Chan. Cool dude out of Far Rockaway doing his thing, part of 360 Gang. Um, well, not, I don't think it's 360 Gang, but it's just 360. So, um, yeah, expect that interview soon. Uh, you should move your feet. Remember that's happening. We're in a very, like, riggedy setup. We have this, like, folding chair. We learned that you can't tap on the table from the last podcast. I mean, I kind of knew that, but, um, you know, we're, we're making it work. I have a full podcast gear. Right now, we're just using Charlie's mic because I don't have it on me, but... This mic works fine, just so everyone's clear. No, no, it works fine, but I'm just saying, if you, like, don't have separate mics up to your face... Right, right, right. If you tap on the table, if you tap on the... Setup. Tap on the ground, you know. Next time. It's a good mic. I'm not dissing your mic. Okay. Just making sure. Um, and the last housekeeping thing is I'm actually going taking a trip to LA really excited for that half a leisure trip half a hip-hop made me do it trip um I've talked just like doing interviews I'm gonna be doing oh. a bunch of interviews podcasts I haven't confirmed I don't want to like set, spoil anything because I don't have anything 100% confirmed but I've talked to people out in LA that are down to do interviews so um expect a lot of cool things coming out in the near future um when are you in LA so I just booked the flight, and that's happening on... I'm leaving on Saturday, and I'll be there till Thursday. So, you nice. know, a good five days, almost a full week. Um, and before we jump into, like, the discussion portion, I also want to just touch on the state of hip-hop maybe do it. Um, just so you guys know, all you listeners out there, I know that this podcast probably only get, like, 50 views or whatever, but um, I've been in a kind of weird, tough place recently. Um, I've been in a job that's... You're gonna you're gonna make some noise with that shit. Your feet. You gotta. You can't tap. What are my tap. feet doing? It's shaking the table. I feel like it's it's gonna be registered on the. <laughs> I'm just a perfectionist with this shit, but uh, not to sound like an asshole to my brother, but um, hopefully it doesn't right. come off that way. But yeah, That's so. Fine. Continue on with your plug. It's not a plug. It's updates. So, been a been a like I said a tough place, very draining job. Uh, living alone, you know, feeling a bit lonely. Um, and, you know, hip-hop maybe do is always my escape when I, you know, if I had a shitty job, city, city situation, um, you know, always something that motivated me and something to work towards. Um, but it's, you know, tough to stay motivated when you're, you know, doubting yourself and, you know, you're in a job that you hate and, uh, you know, it's making you question everything. Um, so, long story short, I'm, I quit my job. I'm actually moving to Providence and I have a new job lined up. Um, and I'm really feeling a lot more motivated. Um, so expect a lot more content. We're going to get the weekly vlogs going again. That originally stopped because my camera broke and, uh, then I just like haven't been doing it recently. So more weekly vlogs. The goal is like weekly vlog, get to the point where we have a weekly podcast. Like I said, I have all the gear, two microphones and, um, uh, audio interface to actually like start doing a weekly podcast with, you know, different guests. Um, Weekly interviews, like we've been, I've been pretty sticking with that, but the goal is to do an interview a week. Um, also a goal of monthly concerts. I only did the one in, at, in West Mass, the NSP show in January, but the goal is to actually do one, one a month, once a month. Like I said, I've been working hard to try and establish myself or not myself, but establish hip hop, maybe do it in New York and also in Boston, um, which is obviously going to be a slower process, but the goal is to eventually get to the point where we're doing one show a month in Boston, New York. And now that I'm moving, you know, to Providence, potentially Providence, and uh, not one in each city, but, like, alternating between the, the three cities and uh, just kind of uh, putting on the local artists in the area. Um, you know, once I get more accustomed to the Providence scene and know more artists out there, I think that'll be a, you know, future down the road. But expect some, hopefully, some shows in New York and some in Boston um, with some dope local artists. 
Um, also hoping to host some music videos and, uh, you know, so if you have music videos that you want to host on the channel, hit me up, email me, uh, hiphopmamedoit.wma at gmail.com. Uh, or you can just, like I said, DM us at hiphopmamedo underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then hopefully to looking to put out a Western Mass mixtape soon. I don't have a set date for that, but hitting up artists about putting together a collaborative um, kind of like a DJ drama-esque tape of, uh, you know, all the dope artists out of Western Mass. Like a Khaled thing? Yeah, a Khaled thing. Um, you know, just some tags. Have, like have fun with some DJ drama tags. And, you know, yeah, present potentially, like, Link. Oh, you're going to do, like, that shit-talking stuff he does on dedication? Yeah, talk shit. Yeah, I mean, I like the that. goal is eventually, I mean, DJ Khaled, what, what he kind of does is he'll match, like, a producer with a, a rapper. And I don't know if I'm going to do That's that, so but it, it's cool. I I think that would be cool, but like for now, the first step is just to do a tape where it's just like a bunch of artists send me some tracks and I like add tags to them. I maybe chop it up a little bit, nothing crazy. Um, but um, yeah, I mean the main goal is to just make hip hop and we do it fun again. I, I it gets to a point where you know if you're working a job and then you're doing this and you're working really hard and you're kind of in your own bubble doing it yourself, it can be feel like a lot of like hard work and you know the fun of it kind of gets drained and it's like then you're just like oh well, what's the point you know and uh um i i realized that collaboration and you know working with different people is what hip makes you know the work so meaningful and uh makes it so fulfilling um now so my goal is to just take hip-hop and maybe do it to the next level um and make it something that goes beyond myself um and basically with that being said, you know, if you're a graphic designer, an animator, uh, you know, if you do video production, it, you know, editing or filming, um, photography, uh, you know, writer, we're looking to, I'm looking to launch the Hip Hop May Do It site with some actual, like, written articles. Um, if you have any of those skills, web developer, um, and you're interested in, you know, collaborating and, uh, you know, really helping to build up and being a part of Hip Hop May Do It, I'd love to have you. And collaborate with you um, if you have any of those skills or if you're just looking to contribute if you really fuck with what we're doing and you know you want to be a part of it um, let me know and I'd love to figure out ways that we can collaborate so like I said DM me at hip-hop maybe do underscore and uh, I'm really looking forward to the future of hip-hop maybe do it you know taking it to the next level um, I don't know if I had any other notes from regards to that yeah I mean that's about it like I said hit hit me up at hip-hop maybe do underscore um, like I said, want to take, like I said, hip hop and me do it to the next level. You know, no matter what you can commit to, you know, I love to collaborate with more people. And, uh, uh, even if you just want to do a little bit, you know, I'd love for you to be a part of hip hop and me do it. So, um, that's, what's going to really make this a success and, uh, really make it something that's truly meaningful. How's the focus look? We look good. Yeah. You're just like right in the light, so it's just like well, I right. glow naturally. You're glowing, so yeah. Really. It's all good. You got that natural glow. So, um, first topic we had. Let me just make sure. You ever like crave a certain food, randomly? Yeah. What are you craving right now? Dried apricots. Dried apricots. When you were talking, I was thinking about dried apricots. Well, it's I, nice to know where your head is. Have you ever had? I kind of went on a little solo rant there. It's all right. Um, I think that Gigi Cal thing I was just gonna say was like I don't think that what you're doing is dumb. I just think. He, it's like he gets so much credit for putting producers and stuff together. Yeah. But I think if you did that, that'd be cool for like Western mass producers. Yeah. Um, Gabe Gill, actually, shout out Gabe Gill. He thought like, oh, I should do that, and I was like, yeah, that's like the m more work version of what I want to do. But it would be cool to do. But it's just a matter of like, it'd be a lot more work. So started off just doing like a not even a collaborative tape. I would just say like a, like I said a mixtape of like different artists that like send me songs and you know. If you're an artist out of Western Mass, send me some new unreleased stuff that's super fire. You know, don't give me any throwaways. Give me something that's super fire you just don't have a place for. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said, put out this collaborative tape. I was thinking just, like, put it on SoundCloud, or if we put it out for sale, just have all the profits go to, uh, you know, the, the individual artists. Um, and maybe a little to the hip-hop, maybe do it split evenly. But, full disclosure. But, um, now... Uh, let's see. So, oh yeah, Little Boat. We were going to talk about, you're a Little Yachty fan. Little Big Boat time. 2 just came out. 
I, I I listened to it on a ride down to New Jersey. Um, on Friday. On Friday, Friday. yeah. And um, I just want to know what your what your thoughts are on the tape. Well, I was really excited because yeah. I'm a big little Yachty fan. I'm just talk to me. Yeah. Don't look sorry, at the camera. Sorry, like, camera. It's fine. Just... Um, I like Teenage Emotions a lot. And even if <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I just remember when we did the podcast. You're like, I'm here with Charlie, and he's like, Hi. He's like, Hey. He's just like, um, Yeah, no, just for sure. Kind of like we're just but for sure. Um, for sure. Uh, but like, I liked it a lot. Even people that like Liliati think it sucked. Yeah. Um, which I don't like. I don't know. I just like it. Like, I just think it's like. So fun. This is Teenage Emotions? Teenage Emotions. I like Like a Star. That's the first track. Yeah. I just like, I don't, I mean, the rapping's okay, but I really like when he's, like, the rapping songs or the Little Boat songs, which is what he's supposed to be when he's rapping, were kind of shitty. Like, they weren't structured well. He had the one where he wasn't on tempo. Uh, Peekaboo was repetitive and trashy. Um, there's a few others, but they don't really have choruses. But I just like when he's melodic singing. Like, that's my favorite little yachty. So, I was really excited for Little Boat 2. I had work Friday. I was like, I'm not going to listen to it on delivery because I drive around for work. I was like, I want to be at home, like, sing down like a weirdo. So, I mean, it was a little yachty, you know, but still. So I do that, and I was, like, so disappointed. I thought it was, like, he's a little, he's every, like, first off, there's no melodic songs. There's two out of 17. And he's just doing this, like, hard, cold-blooded rap, like, um, cadence, where he's, like, just trying to be, like, the fourth Migos and be tough. Um... But every song, every song just sounds like it just sounds like a generic trap album because every song just sounds the same. You listen to the first five songs, I was like, oh no, like everything was so unlike scripted. Like here we go, he has T Grizzly feature and D to the A was like so fire. We heard T D to the A with T Grizzly. No, no, is that on the album? That's just like a single from. A few I just listened ago. through it and I was like, I just like barely like registered any of the songs. They kind of was like, it wasn't even like terrible. It was just like. Nothing stood out. I listened through it and like I couldn't even name a song because like there was nothing yeah. that stood out about it. Um, and it's interesting because the way I saw Lil Yachty, Lil Boat came out, and on paper I should have hated that album. You know, like over the top auto tune, not very lyrical, um, very basic beats, and like that's not normally the stuff I gravitate towards. But there was something about it that it didn't take itself too seriously. It was just goofy and fun and like a little bit childish. Not in like a insulting way, but it was like carefree so, am fun. Am I supposed to talk to you and you're supposed to talk to the camera? Ah, sorry. Is that sorry. Of, so it, it's it's a it, you know what? I'm not used to doing a a, it's a, a podcast in the sauna. Yes. Oh, this is actually much more comfortable. And then we have to talk into the microphone, which is facing this way. Yeah. Um, we should have what we should have done is back and forth with the table right in between. Let's do that right now, actually. That probably makes more sense. I'll put the pop filter on my side because I'm more likely to yell into it. All right, <laughs> mind this noise. Look yeah. at the. You guys should see what I've the been thing looks. My like, uh, the sound for me is much quieter, which you can probably hear. Um, that's all right, let's happens. put that right here. All right, so that's probably better. Oh, <laughs> are you jammed in there now? Uh, I'm pretty jammy. Yeah, well, let's, let's give you some space. Thank Can you, you put your legs down? Uh, oh, th maybe there was a reason that we did it this way. I forget why we did it this way. Oh, oh here. You know what? Oh, I have an idea. A little, like little adjustments mid-podcast, and we're not even going to cut this out either. That's the funny this thing. This is raw. This is raw, because I don't have time to edit shit out, unless it's super bad. All right. That should be good. That should be good. All right. So... That way we can talk and, like, yeah, still... I just interrupted you. I apologize. You were talking about the... You, you didn't think you would like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was, like, very, like, kind of a bit childish. Like, nothing really stood out about it. And... Or, no, sorry. We're talking about two different things. Okay, no. It was, like, childish, but in a very, like, carefree way. Yeah. And, I don't know. It, it just, like... It was, like, goofy and fun. And, like, part of me was, like, I love this, but I think it's a fluke. Um, then Teenage Motion came out. We had summer songs too, but I don't know. If oh yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm just talking full length. That was like an EP, right? No, it's full length. It was okay. The same as boat. There were some decent singles off of that. Dip Shoot set. out the roof. Dipset. Dipset. I don't remember that one. Offset. Okay. I don't. Well, Shoot I out didn't the roof. Listen to the whole thing. Shoot out the roof was cool. Um, I saw him live at South by Southwest. I was like, all right, this is fire. Um, that's not kind of unrelated, but um, then Teenage Motion came out and it was just a mess. He fire. was offbeat. It was really good. So it was just catchy. a mess. He was offbeat. It was so fun. He's like, they did the genius video for Harley. He's like, yeah, I just freestyled like three quarters of that song. And he's like, 
Harley, 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 yeah, Harley. It's like, was. okay, that's not a free... Like, okay, that's not even impressive if that's a freestyle. Bring it back, so good. It sounds like you freestyled it. Um, <coughs> bring it back. There's just some <coughs> of those songs <coughs> that, like... Bring it back. I could <coughs> listen to them, like, a year later, and they're still, like, so... Like, I would listen to Bring It Back right now, and I'd be, like, the, I'd be smiling the whole time. Like, it's just so fun. Okay, so that's my opinion. So I thought Bring It Back was kind of a mess, and to me, Little Boat 2 is just boring. It's just generic. It's, like... He went from, like, being goofy and eccentric and, like, pretty unique because um, he was took it to the extreme to being, like, a complete mess, like, and, like, no, like, quality control. And then Lil Boat 2 just seems, like, boring, lazy, and generic. So, like, I guess my question is, like, I feel like 2016... Was it 2016 was, like, the year of Lil, Lil Yachty? Like, that was, like, 2016. That was when that's when out. he blew out. And, yeah. he, like, he was, like, that was the year of Lil Yachty. Um, well, I guess would you say, like... I get the vibe. How, do you think he can bounce back from this? And, and like, because he's like, like I yeah. said, you know, you you even if you like teenage emotions, you realize that it's kind of a mess. You realize that like, well, it's not a good there, direction, but I like most. Of the, but I I've realized like looking at it, I like about half the songs. It's just that I love those songs so much that I kind of forget like, oh, I don't like Peekaboo. I don't like Harley. I don't like, uh, you know, there's those other ones I don't remember the names. There's some that I barely listen to, but. I think when I look at like his career, like his what he's dropping, and they're playing with quality control, it feels like the label is doing whatever they can to keep him afloat and keep him relevant. Like they're like, okay, like they, it felt like they had their hands on him. Where like, all right, make this like, make the Migos album, be the fourth Migos, make this like skeleton like tough guy album. Well, even Peekaboo sounded like a Migo, like it sounded like Bad and Bougie Part Two. Yeah, but like just like because people like, obviously some people like this is generic trap, but. The general audience will be like, "Well, oh, I can vibe with these songs because it sounds mm-hmm. like everyone else, yeah. which is what will be successful." Um, and then they'll have him have features where, like, he's going to drop a tape soon with Takeoff. Yeah. Um, he has uh, he's on the mixtape with that's coming up called Glacier Boys with Gucci Mane and Migos again. Like they're trying to like, clump him, and then he was on the Quality Control collab uh, several times with Migos. Like it's kind of like just trying to like give him as much push as he can, like hopping with the Migos and keep him together. So he stays relevant for them. So do you think that like people are just over Lil Yachty? I, I or do you think that his his music has dipped? Because I think the quality has dipped. I think the quality has dipped tremendously. Um, I don't think people really like the music he's dropping. But then again, like I said, people will. I think people will, like the general audience will be happy with this over Teen's Emotion because it was just such a wreck. Uh, but also a generic trap. So anyone that likes trap music and doesn't care if it sounds like the other fifty albums released. Then they'll like it. So. Well, well, even Teenage Emotion only sold like forty eight thousand copies, or and something that's like also that. why that's like really saying, bad for someone that's right. as big as he is. That's like, why that's I a, think the label terrible. did that. I think the label made him make this type of record to play it safe, so he doesn't flop. Yeah, like make it safe and generic. That's why. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, like, what would you say? Um, how do you think that like Yachty can bounce back from uh, make like the fun, happy songs like Little Boat One probably? Um, I don't know what the next project would be. Maybe he'll release a... Do you, oh, I know where they are, but they're a bunch of collabs. But, but do you think, like, he... Do you think people are... I I feel like his qualities dip, but also I feel like... I, I feel like 2016 was so dominant, and it was just, like, oversaturated, and, like... I don't even know if he went back to, like, a that sound that, like, people would still be rocking Summer with songs, as much. Oh, you don't think so? I don't know. Oh, shit. I just, I just dropped know. my head, the headphones. Uh. Pick that shit up. Hope they're okay. Yeah, they're fine. Um, I just know I listen, I don't know if you go on hip hop Reddit a lot. Uh huh. Or hip hop heads. That's like the hip hop Reddit page. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When I look at that, sometimes I was looking at the first impressions and like about half the comments talk about how like go back. Uh, where's the the good Perry? Mm-hmm. Good Perry is like his best friend. Yeah. Uh, he produced a whole lot of Little Boat One, and then he made those 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 reductions with the that vibe. Yeah. They're not friends anymore. You know, they don't follow each other on Instagram, and they have falling out of some sort. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So everyone's like, "Oh, he's not the same without Perry." But I don't think he needs that guy to make Bubblegum Trap. He just needs to go back to that. And I think if he had more mainstream like features and he still made that sound, I think it would still like people would like it still. Yeah, I just don't think that he's like. I mean, he has a bit of versatility compared to some artists. Like, he can do, like, the singing shit, and he can do the, you know, more, like, fun rapping. But I don't know if he has enough versatility to actually even make that work now going forward. Because, like, I don't think he could... I think, like, he needs the same fun-loving vibe and, like, that made it unique. But I don't know if... Like I said, to me, Lil Boat, the mixtape was kind of a fluke for me. Like, I, I knew that, like, 
I'm gonna like this. I I fell in love with it, but I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a fluke. And I hate, I don't like anything else that he puts out in the future. Um, and I, I guess also like a bigger question is like, do you feel like Yachty's still relevant? I know like 2016 it was all anyone was talking about, but do you feel like Yachty is like even that relevant anymore? I think all anyone's talking about is how he's almost done. Like. Uh, four more years. Oh, he's almost done. This is it. This is his last chance. Like before this came out, they're like, "This is the last chance to, you know, uh, save his career." Um, so I feel like he's not really relevant as much as he's just trying to be relevant and mm-hmm. stay relevant as much as he can. Uh, but apparently, like, he gets he gets he has a lot of hit songs. Yeah. But none of them are his songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broccoli with Tram, and I Spy with Kyle. Um, but he still gets a lot of requests for features. Because I last night I yeah. watched like a forty-five minute interview about. Uh, Little Boat 2 he originally had like 22 songs on it mm-hmm. he cut several which was a surprise for quantity control uh, or quality control um, and he cut a few extra love songs and um, it was an interesting video it's like on Genius some guy talked to him about it for like an hour um, I don't know what, what the whole point of that was but yeah I don't think he, he's not really that relevant anymore I mean he's trying to be but I think this tape's gone done well so far. Like, Except, do you know what the sales number? Like, I mean, it just drops. So I don't know. All I know, I mean, you gotta wait until. Do like you know projected? But like on Spotify, all, most of them already hit a million. Are they all hit a million? Uh, their song with Tribute Red is like the biggest one. Like, look for like six six with Tribute Red to be like. I don't know how big it'll be, but that's the big, the biggest song. Well, but I mean, the streams always like how is that compared to the? I mean, Teenage Motion, I'm sure has they streams have to wait for a week. Like, well, the streams the are different than the sales because yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean. If Lil Yachty didn't get a million streams on his songs, it would yeah. be... You know. Well, I mean, it's about not hitting a million, so when you hit them, I mean. Like, hit them already. Yeah. Like, after Saturday. I got you, I got you. And, um... Because that came out on, what, Friday? It yeah, yeah. It came out? It's always Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's pretty much it with that, unless you have any that's closing good. thoughts on Lil Yachty. Lil Boat. Um, Lil Boat. Um, yeah, but, I, you know, I, I hope he could get back to that Lil Boat, the original Lil Boat sound and, you know, make something happen. Are you alright there? Are you really I feel like I'm, I'm so How, quiet. I look at that those sounds. No, you look fine. Talk. I'm talking, but the, the sound. That, oh, okay. Yeah, you look fine. I just look at it and. Yeah, you're just you're projecting actually pretty well. So good. Yeah. I think it's more when I'm excited and fired up that I. You know. <laughs> fired up. Lobo, Ric Flair. Woo. Uh, <laughs> Change emotions. The best. Album <laughs> look at that. Heard. Hopefully that didn't peek in your ears because I was Flair, pretty woo of it. Woo. All right. Um. Yeah, it looks. Fine. I think Change Emotions is the best album I've ever heard. All right, just we'll leave it at that. Yeah, no comment Close on that, that statement. Um, and okay, so the other thing is like this whole Lil Xan story. It's kind of been beat over the head, but like you know, Lil Xan was doing an interview and he said that uh, you know Tupac. I don't know what the context was. If they played him a song, but he's like, yeah, Tupac's boring. He rated him like a two, or like his music's boring. You give him a two. And uh, Waka Flocka and T.I. were like, or Waka, I don't know what T.I. said, but they were like. Waka's a band from hip-hop. Yeah, Waka's like, yeah, Lil Xan's band from hip-hop. And I guess, like, the media's always looking for something to have a frenzy about. Do you really think that this is a big deal it at all? It's a big deal because it kind of annoys me. But it, oh, opposite, it annoys you? It annoys Which, me, what, what annoys you The opposite it? way. It annoys me that everyone is so upset that this guy had an opinion that they don't agree with. Like, he's not allowed to share that he thinks the guy's music's boring. Because it was so big for you, for you growing up, or he's so influential. It's like if he feels it's boring, it he feels it's boring. I mean, he's like my age. Yeah, and I also think that to an extent, I get where people are coming from, and it's like there's a big difference. I think it's like a, a little bit of like a miscommunication slash like bad journalism. There's like so many outlets that are trying mm-hmm. to like get you to say something, and that they can take and twist and to make you seem like. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just, like, want a, head, a juicy headline. That's what I'm saying. Why would they ask that question, right? Either you say, what do you think of Tupac? He's good. You know, I'm a big fan. Like, what do you expect him to say? You yeah, want it you, controversial. They want, not. like, the new heads to be like, oh, I don't like with Tupac. Right. Or they I want him to that. be like, yeah, I really mess with, like, Tupac. Like, Famous Dex has been so about, like, yeah, I make fun music. Like, go if you want real music, go to listen to Jay-Z. Go listen to, you know, Tupac. Uh, go listen to Kendrick. But it's like, they want, they're asking these young cats because they either, like, the, the, the easy Don't answer use. that everyone says is, like, Tupac's the greatest, blah, 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 blah. The only reason that they're asking these young cats is they know that they're going to say some stuff that, you know, people, people are going to get upset up. about. Yeah. And I also think, where's the line between, okay, I understand the disrespect part, but it's like, 
disrespect versus being honest. Now, I would never go out here and just trying to be negative and like slandering anyone or like there's pl plenty of artists that I don't like and I don't really say much about that shit except looking back, I, I uh, if we did the worst rappers podcast, I wanted to do like that more about like why rappers are hated and some of it w with our opinions a little more just like yeah. what why we don't like certain well, rappers. I don't understand but... what's like disrespectful. Like okay, let's say Eminem's probably like I guess is a legend, right? Yeah. So uh, if it's basically what the general con um, consensus is, right? So yeah. If you say the revival album sucks, Eminem sucks as a rapper now, right? That's not disrespectful, I guess. No one will get upset about that because everyone believes that. Yeah. So if your opinion is unpopular, <laughs> uh, then it's disrespectful, basically. Yeah, and oh, I think okay, I think that oh, the video has stopped, of course, because it goes to thirty minutes. All right, let's start this video again. Start the video again. Um. Should I repeat what I just said? No, no, I think we got all of it. I'll so. just loop it in. It's a anyway, comment. and I I feel that one hundred percent. And I I also have to ask people like, would you like straight up like if Tupac like obviously like respect to the dead, but like if Tupac hadn't died, would you really oh, consider that thing. that disrespectful? I think that like as soon as like these individuals die, we put them on a pedestal as you know the greatest of all time and you can't say anything about them he didn't say anything disrespectful about his you know like insulting i don't know he, he just said his music was boring and he's entitled to that opinion but just because he's like passed away right. you can't say anything that disagrees with the consensus of him being this savior hip-hop and don't get me wrong i i love tupac tupac one of my great favorite artists all time but it's like what's the line between disrespect and just sharing your opinion. And I'd love to hear you guys' opinion. If you want to drop in the comments your thoughts on any of these topics um, and weigh in. Because I don't think there's necessarily a, a, a right answer. But I think that it wasn't intended as disrespect. But people are always going to take certain things as disrespect when they're not intended I didn't even way. think about the, like, the death element. Because that's true. I think it's also because it's like he can't defend himself kind of thing. So yeah. you say it, it just, that's it. it just hangs out there. And I think it's always as simple as like how you say it. Like... When Yanni talked about, I think it was Biggie in some video, he said overrated. Maybe it was Pac, one or the other, one or the other. And he said overrated. I think if you just say, like, I feel like he's overrated, or he instead of saying it's boring music, if you just said, I just think it's boring music. Well, that's the thing. The other the publication asked him, like, rate him out of 1 to 10, I think. So he's, like, trying, they're trying to get him to, like, like not he, even slip up, but they're like, trying to get him to say something that's, boring like... Boring music. Yeah. I think it's how you say it. Yeah, it's it's how you say it. It was like and not a statement. Say like, like I feel this way, kind of thing. Yeah, you have to tiptoe around those issues. I think, right. which is like, it's whatever. I don't think it's as big deal as like a lot of people are making it out to be. And it's like, I think I, it was more annoying that people were whipping it up into something that was like yeah. just so. When I saw Waka tweet that, I literally just figured it was him just trying to get buzz, like controversial. Like people know he tweeted that, like. I mean, he's relevant just because he's been around so long and he was so influential for yeah. Flockabilly. But like, he hasn't done anything recently. I feel like when I see him talk, talk about dissing any other big-time, someone who's big, it's like trying to get people to talk about Waka because he wants this Flockabilly 2 thing. I, I think he's done He's done just different things. I My thing is, like, I watched this video about, like, how Waka was, like, basically the same person. Like, Waka had a similar situation where he did, he said something like that on the radio about, you know, lyrical rap and like how he's not lyrical and like, a couple of years ago, Laka was this was Lil Xan as far as the same situation and like he was being judged, and now for him to be like, I know what you're saying about like, he felt like, Laka felt some type of way, but it's like, a couple of years ago you were like the same guy, like you were in the same situation where people were like you're not lyrical, you're you're not respectful, you know, like, yeah. so. He had a similar thing, I think, with the beef was with, like, Method Man or Red Man or someone from wu I think it was Red Man. Someone from Wu-Tang. I was watching a video on it, but it's, like, you were in the same situation a couple years ago, you know? So it's, like, it's whatever. I don't know. I, haven't, I don't have any other thoughts I just on saw Zan tweet at the end. Not the end, but like a few days ago saying, I'm just not going to do any more interviews. I'm um, just keeping my opinions to myself, which is, like, kind of sad. It's, like... So, so I'm I, sure guess, getting... I guess the hip-hop maybe do it, Lil Zan interview will never come he's out. He's getting, like, just... <laughs> we'll see. Maybe when he was like 30 uh, and he, he got over this but um, I think um, it's just like shitty like I'm sure he gets so much comp like so many DMs and so much shit about it still yeah for sure it's just it's his opinion is stupid um, let's see other news we could talk about um, 
So, brief news. Young, not much discussion. Young Thug is now changing his name to Sex. Very exciting. Is he legally changing it or just his, like... No, stage name. He's not Young Thug. Well, wasn't he, like, going to change it to Jeffrey? He was trying to push the Jeffrey thing, but I don't think it hit for people, and they kind of just stuck with Young Thug, so he's trying sex now. So now he's sex. He's... Well, it's weird because he's also, like, very, um... I don't want to say like very I don't want to like make any judgments but like he seems very asexual in some of, a lot of his behavior but he's also very like bending of ge- gender norms as well know, and so it's weird for him to asexual be like just because he wears a dress no he's just like talked about like not being that interested in like I mean he talks about the girls in his music but there, there's been like some things where he just he, interviews where he just like seems very not Probably interested just bisexual in sex or, or maybe the Neither. Who knows? But like, he's an interesting he's character. Out there. He's an yeah. enigma for sure. He's quite the character. You want to talk about the uh, Tory Lanez thing? Um, one other brief thing. Uh, also, Martin Screlly, um, as part of his uh, court case, losing his court case, he has to release the Wu Tang album. Which I don't know how they're gonna do that. If it's just gonna be like a physical copy, because like he was the one that bought it for like millions of dollars, the only copy of that album. And I feel like all this hype around it, and like, how old is this? I don't not really that familiar. This was in the last two years. They were doing like an auction, and like, but they made, to the highest bidder, made. they made like one physical copy of the album. Uh-huh. It's and not an old album. No, no, it's a brand new album. But it's like, I don't even know how I want to hear twenty. I guess it was sixteen, twenty seventeen Wu Tang. Like, I don't even know if it would be like. I feel like there's so much hype around it, and it's like, their last real album, like. I think I listened to, like, one of the songs... Like, I don't know if I listened to the whole thing, but, like, there was only the one song that was a, a flip of an older song. I, I want to say Marvin Gaye, but I don't want to be wrong. Some classic song that they flipped, Better Tomorrow. And, um, yeah, if I don't... Sorry if I don't know, if I just totally fucked that up. How do you song, not know that song um, but, I'm not familiar with? Yeah, I don't really think that, like, after all this hype, if it finally comes out, I'm like... Is it really going to be that much? Is it? It's not. There's no way it's going to deliver on the hype of like this whole story that bubbled around it. You know? Is he? Has he listened to it? Yeah, and he's like teased also. Like I don't know if he teased Wu Tang tracks, but he teased songs from the Carter Five, which he has like. How did he get that? He has. He bought them from Lil Wayne. Like he has like. Um, How did he buy it from Lil Wayne? He has like. They they're not like Burn official. Cu- I don't think they're like official studio cuts. They're just like raw cuts of like songs that he has and he's like played them on live stream but he doesn't really release them he's just like a way for like people to like he's just trying to get attention with it and like have people like can, listen in and shit can little wayne really watch him live stream isn't birdman the one who would sell it to him i don't know what happened i don't oh. know what the legal situation with that, that whole situation is a mess but yeah sure um yeah i think the next thing would be to that would be good to discuss is the tory lane situation so for those that don't know tory lane just dropped his album I don't know what it's called because I really couldn't care less. Memories about don't die. Memories don't die. Um, so he just dropped an album, and there's a song on that album. I write down notes. Hopefully, you won't, fl- you know, you don't got a problem with that. But I want to make sure I got my shit correct. There's notes here. So it's a hate to say, um, and is the name of the song. And basically, there was this controversy where two actually two different rappers came forward. And basically claimed that they they stole he stole this song. So the, this uh, this came out this last year, um, and then this rapper Six Seconds came out with a song Three O Three in March 2016. So like I said, almost exactly two years ago. Um, meanwhile, so he was the first guy to come out and said, "Yo, Tory Lane stole my track." Uh, and we listened to both tracks and. The sample's definitely the same. The drums and the hi-hats might be a little bit different, but because the sample is so distinct, it's kind of like the only thing that really stands out with the song. Um, and then another rapper came out recently, R-Mean, R-M-E-A-N, six seconds, also is spelled V-I-Sex, uh, so C, or is the second spelled out? I don't know. But uh, he, he came out with seconds. a song, uh, Preem, P-R-E-A-M, uh, like cream with the, da- with the dots, um, and, oh, I didn't even think of that. I just saw Preem. And it also has the same beat and, like, maybe a slight variation. Um, and has a question, like, did Tory Rins really copy it? And where's the line between, like, sampling and copying? Um, Armin had put out a tweet that claimed that the producer that used to, that he used, he used, he works with, used to work with Tory Lanez. And he know Tory Lanez. He said, he claimed, I know Tory Lanez has heard my stuff. Which is all just, like, him saying that, but... 
um yeah it's like where's the line between you know obviously hip-hop is very sample based where's the line between like drawing inspiration and just being a straight sampled um you know i look at both these artists like they both have videos a couple videos that are in the hundreds of thousands of plays you know tens of thousands of plays so they're not nobodies it is possible that um tory lanes did in fact see um their tracks and hear those tracks especially if like what our our what his name is our cream no cream no the cream. name was cream our mean especially if our mean <laughs> especially if our means um you know producer worked with tory lanes and it's just like I don't know. It's like, where's the line? Like, everything obviously comes from ev- something as far as like inspirations. And it's like, where's the line between sampling? Why are you staring deadly into my eyes? Where's the line between like sampling and, and inspiration? I don't know. You listen to both the tracks. Like they pretty yeah. much all the tracks. They seem pretty much the same to The Toilet right? Lanes one, I think the hi-hats were a little like, they're more prominent than the other songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I just didn't pay attention. We listened to that one third, so I wasn't sure. I just didn't hear them. wasn't trying to hear anything different. Also, you, you pointed out Tory Lanez had some gun noises in the beginning. Right, right. It was very different because he had some gun sounds. Or it was, yeah. Um, but I guess it's probably just a little naive. But like, I don't really understand what cl- like when they say clearing the sample. Does that just mean paying whoever? Yeah. So made it, you or? have the sample, and you know, obviously, you're gonna like make a song, and then in order to get like. You know, everyone has to get paid in order to like legally put an out album you sell. Like, it's different than like a mixtape where artists will put it out and they're not like directly making money off it. So it's like a legal gray area and like, yeah, you know that 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 doesn't you know people rapping over YouTube beats and like other people's beats and remixing them. As soon as you're selling it, it's like you need to clear that sample and like that person gets has to get paid either like a straight up fee or like royalty checks um, for a sample. And it's weird because like. There's certain producers that'll do, you know, straight up, you can buy a track and you just own it. There's rappers that'll do leases, which I'm like still a little confused by the leases. It's like, if you're leasing something to like, how, how, how does that work? I guess you keep paying them monthly, but can they lease it to someone else as well? Uh, And like, what's the, I don't know, producers, what's your opinion on this? And and how do you run your business? I'm curious. Drop it in the comments. I've seen on like, YouTube when they have, like, the beats. Like, I feel like it'd be weird. Like, you, all right, sell it. That's theirs to use. A lease, it's like, are you, I don't think you can lease it to more than one person. Maybe once their lease is up, they can, that you can use it on something right. else. But, like, then what happens when the lease is up? Like, the, can they not sell that track anymore that they Here's made? Or, like, can they not put out that track? Let's say someone buys their beat, right? Yeah. And they make a song and put it on SoundCloud. They're amateur. They don't. They may might get like two thousand plays or something really small. Yeah. Which and then someone else puts it on online. They even bought the beat. It was sold to this other guy. The same it song. Or you're just saying the beat. Same instrumental. Yeah. And he, but it was already sold to someone else. They sold it to some guy, and that new song blows up. But he can't make. He they can't produce the producer and the artist can't release it as a real song because the other guy bought it. Well, so that's what I'm saying is like if you're a producer and you sell it to one guy. Right. Like, okay, like, normally, like, I put out a tweet, like, yo, send beats for the radio show, and, like, I put the email in it, and some bot retweeted it, and then I got mad emails of people trying to just sell me beats and, like, add me to their email list, (laughs) and they'll send a sample of the beat, or they'll send the beat with, like, the tags on it, and, like, obviously some rappers can't afford to buy beats, and they're just like, all right, I'll just take this, rap over it, like, same as, like, YouTube beats, and, like, put it out, like, especially if they're putting it out online, they're like, I'm not selling it, if I ever get big enough... That, well, free beat. That like this that. person finds out, then it's like, when they say free beat, usually you just yeah. you can put it on SoundCloud or whatever, but just put the producer, give them credit, like produced by da 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 da. For sure. So, I think that, I mean, as a producer, you shouldn't be selling. If you're selling your beat to someone, you should be selling it straight up. Like you can't sell it again, obviously. Like that's uh, that's like, but weird. but also, so it's a matter of like, was the producer just like not you know on top of his business and either sold it or sent it to one of them and they they used it without buying it you know like what was the situation like we don't have a clear i'm just curious if like a song blows up and they are not the owner of the instrumental and it's a free song online unless they get the other guy that bought it to let go of it they can't sell the song if you put out an instrumental you said free to use for whatever and then someone uses it and makes money and you don't then you don't the producer doesn't have any legal claim I get, I get what you're saying. If someone put out a free beat and like no, two people used it, if someone sold, they sold their beat to someone. Yeah, that song. They, they're a shitty rapper, right? They don't do well. 
some guy just finds the track online, sees it, so like, all right, whatever, I'll rap for on SoundCloud and put it up, who cares? And he's like, dope. And then that song blows up, he gets like 10 million views, but it isn't owned instrumental, so the producer and that good rapper can't make money. Uh, that's that's definitely elite. Like you're definitely taking someone's beat. Like you, it's a great like the the reason that it's a gray hour is like when people put out mixtapes and they weren't directly making money, and off of like a certain song they were just like building their clout and like you know when you start off and you can't afford beats and you just go to YouTube and shit and like or get like right. remix like popular beats, um, but it's like I'm sure you could like you have legal grounds to sue someone for that, um. But if you know music business and you know more about that, you should uh, hit us up because I'm curious. Drop it in the comments. Yeah, I'd like to know too. Um, and it's also the, the where's the line between like okay, there's sampling, and it's like sometimes people just aren't doing creative sampling. People will sample the same thing, and you can tell the sample right away. But if you do creative sampling, you can take the sample of the same thing, get two totally different results, and not even know that someone sampled the do same song. Do we know song. the sample? Have you ever like? Does anyone know that? It just sounds like a girl moaning, so it could be anything. <laughs> That's true. Um, and it's also, where's the line? Because like, I think of like Trinidad James, he literally got writing credits on, well, there's like, there's like, he got writing credits on, uh, Uptown don't Funk, me, just, just for the line, don't believe me, just watch. And that's such a small phrase that, not that I didn't original. even think about it. It's not very original. It's just a small phrasing, but he's getting paid mad bread for the rest of his life. All that song. Just for some like small insignificant phrase that Bruno why. Mars wanted to use. It was a big part of Trinidad's song, I guess. It, it was like on a verse. If you don't know. believe me. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, and then it goes into the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that word we can't say. Well, I just went. I feel like that was right. No, I know. I'm just that. I was just making a joke. Yeah, and looks like everything like obviously comes from something. So it's like, where's the the line between inspiration and straight up ripping something off? And those beats sound exactly the same, minus a couple hi hats. But I think the problem is the sample was so um, defining and so like it just dominates the whole song. We were like trying to figure out if there was difference between the the, the drums too. and the hi hats. Like the 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 sample is like the most prominent part, prominent of, the part of the song that stands out. So um, let's see. Do we have anything else that we wrote down? I'd like to get it to an hour if we can. Where are we but at? We're at 47 minutes. Is there anything else you want to talk stuff. about? Uh, what's, um, what kind of, uh, what music are you listening to right now? Uh, a little bit too. The plan is to just keep listening to it and make myself Hope like you it. like it. Just keep listening to it. Some of it's alright. But, um, I, I've been trying to find new music, like on Spotify and stuff. Uh huh. Because they have a lot of different features to find music, like Discover Weekly. And the Discover. I've been meaning to use that more. Uh, Discover Weekly is garbage. They just give you 30 random songs that I never like. But like, I feel like I'm just too picky with music. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I like, I like the general hip hop community would say it's shitty music. But, um, which I think is really annoying too. Because how is that possible? What do you mean the general community? Like, the people that are like, know what's good music. I listen to the people that aren't good lyricists and they suck and they're just making music and anyone can make the music they make. Like, the Stitches guy, who's not crazy big, but Stitches. Well, I, I have a thing about Stitches. You, you're a big fan of Stitches, right? Big fan of Stitches. Soon as it's getting kind of better. Uh, my because friend, yeah. You ever heard some songs with NBA Youngboy? No, I haven't seen it. No. He got traumatized and another one, but he's getting better. Yeah, I mean, I chances are that's the thing about like doing hip hop when you do it. I'm do, I'm working so hard to put out content that I really get to listen to music, and like that's yeah. the, well where the whole fun thing came into it, where it's like. I used to spend hours, you know, online looking at at blogs, just really taking in music for the love of the music. And it's like, obviously, obviously like the balance of be, being a fan and trying to build something and like make it successful. And it's like, it's a fine balance. And it's like, it's almost like the when you figure it out, it's like almost like it almost becomes less enjoyable. Like the experience of growing and developing is like this the the stuff that makes it more most enjoyable. So. I'm trying to get back to like discovering more artists and being more music focused, but it's tough when you're trying to do so much at once. And like, you know, like I said, this is only part time. Like, so I try to ask you like about an album or something. I'm very surprised. Like, you haven't heard Bobby Tarantino? Even like artists that like, you know, I I love. I haven't like fully like. I'd be lying. Like, obviously, I've heard, uh, damn, and I've heard like 
have listened to it a couple of times, but I rarely get to sit down and just digest an album, listen to it multiple times, come up with my take on it. And that's why I like, don't want to like, I was thinking about maybe doing album reviews for a little bit. I did a couple album reviews, but there's never like written reviews. There's very few albums that like motivate me where I have a strong opinion on it that I want to give. Cause like either I feel like that opinion's already been said or like, I only say it when like my opinion, I feel like adds to the conversation. Like, there's a lot of, you know, either the, it's like everything's been said about it already, or it's just that I don't have a strong feeling about it. Um, I'll more likely, if I feel like I have a dissenting opinion to express that as far as albums. Um, but that's what I'm saying. If we want, we want to do more, um, I'm, I'm super down to have music reviews on hip hop and maybe do it on the website. Like we have a website. We should do joint reviews. We should both. So chat, like rap, like if you're a hip hop writer, if you, you have aspirations to be a writer and you want to be a part of hip hop, let me do it. Hit me up. I'd love to have some reviews on the site. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, more about collaboration. Um, what you were saying about... Did you have a comment? Yeah, about Stitches. Yeah, yeah. Gabe Gill, my friend Gabe Gill, tweeted out that he made this interesting... I, it was mostly a joke, but I think he was, like, serious about how, like, Takashi is basically Stitches. Right. What's your take on that? Um, well, or, like, more, music like, has changed since, like, people, people... Obviously, the fans, like, I know his music, but, like... The average person just knows, like the ones where he was screaming and like yeah. the game beef, um, but he doesn't really scream that much anymore. But the whole yeah, I think that's true. That Takashi's kind of like, well, Takashi's so one note. I mean, that's for sure. It's funny. Did you listen to that tape? No, I. It was so one note. I don't. I mean, song. I even what's that? Gummo is the biggest song. I don't yeah. even like Gummo. It's like, it's I the 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 only Takashi songs I like, are the stuff he's done with uh, Tribute Red. Everything else is just Pulse. like. They just had one song. Uh, right? Polls fourteen sixty nine, and then he's on the song. Um, it's spelled O W W E E O R U E. Yeah, that's how the chorus goes. I don't know how to like say the name of the song. But those are the only two songs I like by him because it's like he's so like I said he is so one note. He's like. Once you, yeah, he's like a, he's such a gimmick, and like his time is gonna be up so quickly. I think that's so overrated. People always talk about these artists, right? Currently, talking mm-hmm. about how they are, they're like a flash in the pan. Yeah, which is a weird phrase. I think it's like a, a reference to the gold rush, like a, a oh, it's like a it's very rare, like a or is it? Uh, it has well, to do with it being re- really rare, was, or like it's going to be gone really quickly. You know, it was funny. I was thinking I, about spray panning a pan for cooking. I think it has to do with gold rush. I'm going to look that, that makes up. more sense. I'm going to look that up right now. You uh, say right. say what you're going to say. I'm going like, to. I think it's just like that. they always talk about like Lil Pump and like this and Perp and uh, Takashi or Six Nine now whatever, um, and have like this, oh they're only relevant now. A few years there, no one's going to listen to these people, and I feel like that's not true at all. When these people are like. You're, I think in six years we're still gonna have a little pump. I think in six years we're still gonna have to six nine. But you, there's still people that love this music, and I think they'll change their music the way they have to to get people to listen. Like the amount of people that are like four years ago, three years ago that were making like the trendy music. There, there's not that many people that are just dropping off the earth. There's like Fetty Wap. Um, Dej Loaf isn't really that relevant. Um, but like, there's not many artists that are like falling off. Like, Lil Pump will be here making maybe not the same shouty music. But dude, it's been okay. It's also been a year, and what people mean by that is that like, artists that fill this lane, there's always going to be that hot sound that comes and goes, and certain artists stay relevant. But it's because they're able to be versatile and change up their sound. And it might not be a year, but it's like two or three years. Like certain artists have a lifespan, and I think that Lil Pump, I love Lil Pump, I love his tape. But I also feel like he la- he has a lot of personality, but I feel like also he lacks a bit of versatility. And, like, I th- I think he has the potential to be have a long career, but he needs to show that he has some ability to be versatile because yeah. eventually people are going to get, you know, over the little pump sound. I think you have to keep I- in mind that they're really young, too. So he's just, like, 17. Yeah, no, I, I, so I, I love little pump, but and he has the time, little and bump. he he definitely... Um, but I think, like, I think, you know, after two flops in a row, I think Lil Yachty, like... It's going to be tough for him to, like, maintain a long career. And, like, I think he knew it was short-lived. Like, he was trying to do the Target advertising. He was trying to soak it up as quickly as he could. Well, it's um, not, I don't think that's true. I feel like you want to be like, it's not the only reason why he took it. I feel like you just take the Target advertisement because it's presented no, to you. Like, you know, no, 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 sure. no. I don't need this right now. No, you know what I'm saying? But, like, 
Him, I think Takashi's going to be very short-lived. I think most of them, Zach. Like, most of them. Like, who would you say... Okay. Well, Skies. Who do you think... Of the, like, new generation, like, SoundCloud rap... Okay, who do you think is going to be... Well, whichever is the shorter list. Who do you think... I guess, who do you think has the potential to have a longer career and, like, a long, successful career of the group? Of any of these new age rappers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious what your Um, thoughts are on this, because I have my own thoughts. I think Lil Yachty, I mean, that's probably pretty biased, but I think he's pretty... I mean, I'm <laughs> Two flops in a row, you're like, oh, I um, think Lil Yachty. Uh, <laughs> I think after Little Boat, I would have said that, but not not, not after two flops in a row. I guess he's been doing, if you can, like, if you can see artists doing different sounds, and he's been doing, like, these different, like, his, this, like, these weird vocalizations with his voice, and, like, he's now on this new cold-blooded, boring flow, uh, which isn't really, that means he's versatile. But I don't know, I just think that it's, like, people assume these people will be gone, but... I think they all change their sound enough to stay relevant six years from now. I think we're still going to have Takashi. I think we're still going to have Pump. I think we're going to have Perp. Takashi, every single song he's put out has been exactly the same. And yeah. he hasn't shown that he can change this out. Um, Lil Pump has... I wouldn't say all the songs are the same, but it's definitely a very one note. And I think... Hopefully, like I, I want him to be... Like I enjoy his personality. I think what he has going for himself is him... His personality, and I loved the little pump mixtape, or I guess it was an album mixtape. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I found the meaning actually. It's not from uh, prospecting for gold. It had something to do with like a uh, flintlock muskets, flash in the pan. Had small pans to hold charges of gunpowder, so the flash in the pan was like the gunpowder flare. Well, there you go. So now you know gunpowder flare. Um, f- as far as what I think for me. I would say the of the new age rappers, I think that Ski Mask, Sump God, um, very is very o- under underrated. I don't know. I don't want to say underrated, but I think that he has because he has he's he's a mumble rapper, but he has some quick, fast flows, and he can spit. And I, you know, I think he has a very bright future, and he has like some of the most the biggest personality out of the whole group. Um, Who's the mum? What's a mumble rapper? Because I feel like that pan that the term is thrown around, but most of the rappers you can understand, like. Yeah. Only like, originally I thought it was Future and Young Thug were the mumble rappers because they were mumbling and you couldn't understand them. But apparently anyone who's on, from SoundCloud or their lyrics don't matter. Like it seems like anyone whose lyrics don't matter is not important for the music. Is a well, mumble someone rapper. well what, okay, someone was trying to tell me that they, they thought Migos was a mumble rapper. Do you see? Do you think Migos is I a think mumble it's, rapper? Not really. I think it's literally just like kind of like whose lyrics are important. They just put them in the mumble rapper category. Like Uzi, you can hear he's not mumbling. But he's talking about um, uh, no one cares. So he's a mumble rapper. Cardi, you can understand him. Mumble rapper. Um, Little Skies, which I don't even... I don't know why I keep making him up. I don't really know his music, but... I don't have anything against Little Skies. I think that... He's just a little... He's just like... It's just R&B. It never, like... To me, I want to say generic R and B because I don't, I can't really even say I've listened to him enough. But like, I think he's a rapper. the songs I've heard have never stood out. No, he's a he's an R and B singer. Roses? You heard that one? Clinton. I think so. I That's thought he was just a singer. Yeah. Fast car, like NASCAR. Uh, all right, so I think Ski Mask can have a very long career. Um, I don't. No, no one else like sticks out in my man. Not that I'm, I'm saying none of them can have him, but I, I just don't, I can't pretty, think of anyone they're else. All pretty like trendy. That's why. Who, who do you have anyone else? That well, you I was thinking about Smoke Perp, but he's making these like auto tune croony Travis Scott songs, but they're not good. I think like it's important to see like oh this guy's making this other type of music, but it might be shit music. Like I'm saying, Yachty can do these, this cold flow or make these sing songy auto tune crooning songs. But it's rapping as shit on yeah. those songs, so it's like, well, are you really versatile? Or you're just doing it. It's not. It's important to know your strengths, but also like work to develop your weaknesses or like work to develop your evolution. But also be un, like self aware enough to be like, all right, I'm not good at this, but I, and I probably shouldn't put this out, but I should still experiment with it. So when I'm good at it, I can put it out. Okay, here's the thing. Like Louis Vert, when he released his first tape with like Money mm-hmm. Longer and stuff, I like to say that I think his music's pretty similar than it was then. And he just had this an exotor life was a smash hit. Well, did and you? He's still around. Did he's you hear his? Artist. Have you heard his like much old, older stuff? I know he had a tape before Lucy vs. the World. His stuff is like much more a traditional flow, like to, like traditional hip hop flow. Now like, or before? It sounds like I'll play it to you after this, but it the sounds like stuff. yeah, yeah. It sounds like a traditional hip hop flow, and he switched it up. I think he could have a very long career. I I'm 
I was never a fan of him that much because like I don't like his voice as much. That's like personal preference. I like Exo Torloff. I love Exo Torloff, of course. And that's why I like Tribute Red. I feel like he has like a less. He's like I find his voice more annoying. Uzi Vert, but like more. I don't know. I don't think he's as annoying. I think um, that's ironic because I hate how he yeah, at the end of his lines so like. Aah! Well, there's a difference between that's artists right. that I would like. And I'm sure it didn't peak. I I peaked it with that when I did the woo. Uh, didn't peak it there, but um, I mean, woo! The, the, <laughs> I did it. Let's not try and peak the audio. It's not a peak the audio competition. Um, peak trap. All right. Well, it's gonna go. I'm gonna restart this video real quick because it's gonna go. I think Dexter will last. Dexter, famous Dex, I think has the potential. I don't actually. I don't see. There's a difference between like certain, was so different. Certain artists, I don't. Um, I don't listen to a full. I would not necessarily listen to a full project, but I might like some of their like singles might be some of my favorite songs. So there's a difference between. Like honestly, listening, sitting down, and listening to a full Young Thug project, like it gets. I find myself like having to like listen to this. after like thirty minutes. I'm like, I need to listen to something different. Not and like some of the Young Thug songs I love, but I like certain artists. I'm never gonna necessarily li- like be able to listen to a whole project through, and I feel like Dex has some great singles, but I feel like he hasn't had the defining project. He has a lot of projects that I just feel like. Like I said, it's a quality control thing. I think that he could has a potential to put out a great project, but I think he has put out a bunch of projects and had some hit singles in there and like some fire stuff in there. But it's like I don't know. I mean, and some artists are going to be single artists, so it's like I think I I, I re- like don't get me wrong. I love I love Famous Dex. Like when he's on, he's on. So I think it's funny that Uzi is so like out of all, like he's in the same group of all these guys we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. But he's, I think I'm pretty sure he's the biggest just because of EXO. Yeah, and, and like. He doesn't strike me as any more talented than these guys are. Like, his music's... It's just funny, like... He's, I, listen, I usually, like, gauge it by looking at monthly listeners on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the best way, but he always has, like, 20,000. I think Young Thug is really rich, too. I think Young Thug could be, like, this a huge pop star. Even though hip-hop's kind of, like, the pop music now. Like, that's yeah. what's popular. But, I don't know. I mean, yeah, for, Young Thug has some songs where... I think that what makes Young Thug unique is his ability to switch flows up. Um, and like, there's certain songs where he sounds like he could be three different rappers on the same track. Um, and also I just think that like, he's had some, some songs that are just straight pop, like sound like pop tracks, which is dope. So, um, yeah. I just think people, one second, I just think people put way too much stock into like, not stock, but they over, they think people are going to like be not relevant in a few years. Like, no, it's so much easier. People exaggerate. Once people are big, it's so much easier to stay big than to be non-existent. Like, Watch Pump, okay, sound gets old after the next album or his first album, whatever that well, is. And then he'll have a collab maybe with Ski, and then they'll have a good chemistry. But it's like, re- re- okay, it's not like necessarily that their career is going to be over, but it's like relevancy and like, sure, like there's a difference between like a little, little pump, like, you know what I'm saying? There's like, there's just like relevant. Like Kendrick has, throughout his career, I, I think Kendrick will be forever relevant and as, as soon as he stops being relevant is when he's going to retire. He'll fall back to like a Juicy J role or a Wiz Khalifa. Well, really Juicy J is an interesting case because he kind of re-upped his whole career like a new generation that like didn't even know about Juicy but J. But I'm saying now he's kind of back like, to being that I, I, I think a lot of people don't even know that Juicy J was in 3-6 yeah, Mafia like old. the newer generation. He's an old guy. No, I just mean like With I Patrick actually Pat. like before I knew about 3-6 Mafia and I saw like Juicy J I had to like you know, you, I even look back at it, and I'm, like, more familiar with Underground, but I'm sure, like, and, like, the older stuff, and I'm sure, like, younger cats, like, don't even know that Juicy J was in groups, or, like, CeeLo Green, like, sure, he's a pop singer, but he was in Goody Mob, like, that's original gangster, like, Underground, uh, not Underground, what was I gonna say, what is it, is it just called the Dungeon, uh, whatever, the, you know what I'm trying to say, Dungeon Family, like, Goody Mob, uh, Outcast, Big Boy, even, like, Future was a part of that shit. Um, what was really interesting, I read the Gucci Mane documentary. Uh, definitely gave me a new perspective on Gucci Mane, on like, YouTube? a newfound respect. No, the... the no, sorry, not documentary. Oh, the book. The biography. Yeah, oh, yeah. biography. You know, at one point... I forget who else, but he was supposed to be... Before he went to jail, he was supposed to have... He signed Young Thug, Bankroll Fresh... Well, yeah, Young Thug signed, yeah. And they, one other dude. They like, taped together. They could have, like... That's what I'm saying, like, they... He he was like, and like looking back on that is like he could have like built an empire like if he like didn't like he his his recognition Pump? of like the very young artists. No, he didn't sign Pump. I don't think. I, I, I thought he was just hanging with him. 
I heard that he, I thought he started with 1017. Maybe. I don't know. I know he was wearing the chain, but I don't know. Takashi signed with Rich Gang. Rich Gang is a uh, Birdman. Bird when was that? Is that like when was that announced? It was at this like like a month or two ago. Both of them were independent, and like Takashi signed with Rich Gang, and I don't know. It's Rich all... Gang. I was watching the. I was listening. I didn't have like uh, good data this uh, drive down, and so I was just listening to what was on my phone. So like, it was like mixtapes, and I had like the original mi- Rich Gang mixtape, and then he like that's fire. Birdman was like. Rich Gang, like the you can tell as soon as the tracks start which ones I'm gonna like though, cause it's like the always the ones that are more high energy, like there's like some like more like, like the ones that are like I don't know I, it's funny cause the, the ad libs on that track that album are like, Birdman being like Rich Gang and then come sometimes he's like Rich Girl, I never heard that one. <laughs> Listen to that tape again. It says Rich, rich girl, girl a couple times. Rich Girl, maybe. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. We're over an hour now. I think we f- always finish up at like an hour and five. Um, just quick wrap up. Like I said, we got the the merch. Shameless plug again. If you're trying to get these hip hop, maybe do it. Double cup teas. You know, I don't drink lean. I don't drink, but you know, it's funny. Shameless um, plug is so overrated term. White. No one ever says I'm ashamed. Shameful. Of this the only plug. reason you say it is because so you like can make yourself feel like not bad about people. You want to make people feel. I don't. I'm not actually shameless about people it. People want to think you're self-aware. So you like shameless plug everybody. Yeah, exactly. I'm self-conscious, so I just say shameless plug. But um, like I said, that wraps up the third hip hop. Maybe do a podcast. Got any closing words? Any closing uh, thoughts? Young Charles. Oh yeah, uh, what are you on on Instagram? Do you even know your tag? Last time you didn't uh, know Becker three seven three eight. Yeah, you at, found it for yeah me. on Instagram. If you're not following us at uh, Hip Hop Maybe Do underscore Instagram, Twitter, uh, on Facebook and SoundCloud, you can just search or it's just backslash uh, Hip Hop Maybe Do It, and uh, that wraps up the third Hip Hop Maybe Do It podcast. Stay toasty, my friends. Have a good night, or a good evening, or a good morning. Have a good life. A lot. Till the next one. Another one. Another one.